Join me right now on Kumite TV is UFC heavyweight prospect Tanner Bozer. What's going on, Tanner? Hey, uh, not too much. How you doing? Good, good, man. Uh, of course, you know, let's get into uh, UFC 240. Your opponent was popped by USADA days before. Would you have fought him anyways, even knowing that he was on PEDs? Yeah, I, I don't care. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I fought a lot in Russia. You know, it's completely allowed over there pretty much. I, I don't care if he's on PEDs or not. I, I kind of figured he was just by the way he used to look. I just hoped he was smart enough not to get caught until after we fought, but that wasn't the case. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of guys seems like uh, they're busting before they actually get a fight in into the UFC. Um just shows you that USADA is doing a pretty good job, right? Uh, yeah, they're doing a good job of catching guys, but they tested them in early July, so I don't know why they took, you know, four weeks to make it announced that he was um, caught, you know what I mean? It would have been cool if they could analyze it a few weeks earlier so UFC would have had time to find a replacement. But, uh, I mean, I guess they're catching guys, so they're doing part of it, yeah. You know, going through you know, your last camp and not fighting, uh, how, how, what kind of effect did it have on you kind of emotionally? Well, it just, you know, it, it pisses a guy off when you go through all the, you know, the hard heinous parts of training camp. And, you know, I live in Canada, so we have, we have a nice summer where I, where I live, but it's only a few months and I didn't really do anything fun because I was training for a fight in the middle of summer and then it gets canceled and, then I got to start training for another one. So kind of throw your summer away a bit. So that sucks, but it is what it is. You know, it's part of it. And, um, you know, I got better that training camp and I got better this training camp. So it's okay. I'm, I'm ready for the next fight. I, I read your, uh, your post that you put up on Instagram saying that the UFC and the Reebok, they, you know, they took care of you. They paid you, you know, how helpful was that, you know, to be able to be paid, even though you did not fight. I was extremely helpful. I would have been in trouble if uh, if I didn't get paid. So, uh, yeah, it was really solid. UFC paid me my show money and Reebok paid me my sponsorship money anyway. Um, and, I mean, they didn't have to because I, I didn't weigh in yet or anything. It was the night before weigh-ins. So, I mean, I'd done all the media obligations and all the other stuff fight week. But they definitely didn't have to. So, that was really uh, really upstanding move of them. Did you take some time off? You know, did you get some R and R before jumping back into another fight camp? Uh, I I took like a week off, you know, just because I I was I was yeah I just didn't feel like it. I was bummed. So I mean, I I took a week off, ate some food, and I went back to training the next week. I almost had a fight uh, the, in, on the Anaheim card. I was almost mm -hmm. on that, so I went back and started training for that. You know. Uh, but then this fight came together afterwards. And so, yeah, I've been pretty much training. I'm almost always in training camp. I have a couple of weeks off after a fight or whatever, but I'm, I'm always ready. What happened with the Anaheim card? Did it, the matchup just not, you know, materialize or did they get injured or what happened? I was offered, um, Maurice Green. I said, yes. He said, no. I don't know if he's holding out for a top 15 opponent. That's the only thing that makes sense in my head because he's, you know, he's pretty good from what I've seen. It doesn't make sense to to duck me, but um I think probably he wanted a higher ranked opponent. Maybe I was maybe I was too risky on uh short notice because he's on a streak. I don't know the deal, but you know, anyway, he turned it down and they didn't have anyone else. It seems like the UFC is signing, you know, uh, 
a, a load of uh, heavyweight fighters, young guys, you know, guys just like you coming up in the sport. You know, what do you think about the, the, the talent pool right now that is coming in to the UFC, the heavyweight talent pool? Well, I mean, there's a big range. There's some very experienced guys and there's some very inexperienced guys. They're signing a, a range of guys. There's there's the guys with the, the so far undefeated records who only have a handful of fights. And then there's there's the veterans who have 20 plus fights. I fall into that category. You know, I mean, a lot of people see me as an up and comer. And I guess I am to North American fans. But I mean, I've had 22 pro fights. You know, it's I've been around the block. So um they're signing a range of guys, and I'm sure I'm sure most of them are pretty good. Yeah, if you go back, you know, the first time I saw you fight was for ACB, now ACA. Uh, you spent some time with them fighting, you know, internationally. Could you say those experiences, you know, fighting for them better prepares you for the big stage of the UFC? Yeah, I mean, I fought all over the world. Uh, one sec. Sorry, my phone was doing a thing. I fought all over the world, and uh, I fought I fought world class guys. So I mean, yeah, you know, I've been uh, fighting I've been fighting uh, top talent for a while. So I mean, I, I think it definitely prepared me. Yeah. When you look back at the, that experience, you know, is there like one fight that you look at and be like, you know, I grew most from that fight? No, I don't have any one singular experience. They were all good in different ways. All right now. You're heading to Boston for your UFC debut. You're facing Daniel Spitz. Now, yep. what is your thoughts on him and the type of fight he brings? Uh, from what I've seen, you know, he's uh, he's really he's good. He's very tall, right? He's six foot seven, so he's got like five inches on me. Uh, he's got a, lo a long reach, and I mean, he uses it pretty good. He's got good straight punches, like a tall guy should, and he has shown some takedowns on uh, guys like Godbeer. So I, I expect that uh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a hard fight. He's reasonably well-rounded. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's fought some tough guys. He, he fought, uh, fought Walt Harris. Walt Harris has been on a tear since 2018. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you know, Spitz poses some unique problems with his height and range. But uh, I think I'm equipped to deal with that. You said that you're basically always in training camp. But, you know, when a fight gets announced, you know, what, what little changes do you make to your training to kind of, you know, prepare yourself the best for the fight? It depends how far out it gets announced. So if I have like a six to eight week uh, notice, then you start high volume uh, and still like decent intensity, but nothing insane. And then as the fight gets closer, a few weeks out, you're at like really high intensity, but with less volume. And it just, it peaks your conditioning in the correct way we found. Who have you been working with closely, you know, the last couple months to get ready for this, you know, upcoming fight? Like training partners? Yes. Uh, KB Buller, Christian Larson, uh, Teddy Ash, Graham Park. Uh, those are those are my main those are my main guys. Those four and Jeff Porter. He's tall. So those are those five guys are are my uh, my main training partners, my main sparring partners. And the coaches that you work with, right? You know, who are the guys that have molded you the most, you know, throughout your past, you know, cause you bit, you have a 22 fight pro career. Yeah. My coaches are Jeff Montemiro and uh, Cadre Onoda. And, um, I've been with them for a long time. I've, I've been with Jeff since I, since I moved to Edmonton to start training like correctly. So, I've uh, been with Jeff basically the whole time, and I've been with Kajiro since um, 
2013, uh, right at the start. So, I mean, I've been with him over, uh, over six years. So, um, yeah, they, they, both of them have shaped my game and kind of made me into the fighter I am entirely. Like, it's all their, all their technique, all their training. Uh, I was with uh, Luke Harris as well earlier in my career at Hayabusa Training Center when I first moved here, and he, he definitely had an influence on me, uh, especially earlier on. But uh, now Pedro and Jeff are my, uh, my main coaches, and uh, yeah, I plan with, uh, on sticking with them for probably the duration of my career. You know, as a Canadian, you know, there's a lot of Canadians coming up, you know, in the UFC right now. And really the, the, the spot for like the top Canadian fighter in the UFC is still open for debate, right? Do you kind of, you know, put, put yourself, do you put like Canada on your back a little bit and, and want to kind of push and become the face of Canadian MMA in the UFC? No, not a thing I've thought about. Mm-hmm. Um. Canada's a big place. I'm never going to have all of Canada on my back. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a big place, and it's, it's a semi-divided place. You know, the French part of Canada might not be cheering for, for me right away. You know, they have their guys. I'm sure Alberta, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be Alberta's guy. Um, there's a few, you know, we got, we got some other good fighters like uh, Hakeem Dawadu from Calgary and uh, guys like that, but... Um, you know, I, I, I just, I want to represent my hometown really well. Bonneville, it's just a town of 7,000 where I grew up. So I, I'm going to be Bonneville's guy and I'm going to be Edmonton's guy. And uh, that's good enough for me. All right. Well, now in the heavyweight division in the UFC, it seems like, you know, the, the title is the title fight that's going to happen is going to be DC and Stipe in a trilogy. You know, how do you see that third fight going down? Man, that could go down anyway. Either one of those guys can catch the other one and finish them. Like, it's so hard to predict. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I was wrong on both. The first time I thought Stipe was going to win, and then the second time I thought DC was going to win. So uh, I don't I don't know. I don't even have a prediction. I just hope it's a good fight because both of them are, you know, both of them are, uh, are great fighters. And one of them is going to cement their legacy, and the other one's going to, you know, it's going to suck. So... I don't know. I, I don't. It could seriously go either way. They both. They both have so much power. You know. Your outlook on your career. Do you just take it at like as one fight at a time, or do you have kind of this long term strategy of how you want to kind of elevate yourself into the rankings? Oh, no, I have no strategy for that. Uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely one fight at a time. I'll fight whoever. I'll fight it on however notice. I'll fight anybody. I don't care. I'm here to fight tough guys and. Ho- hopefully beat more of them than I lose to. And, um, yeah, I'd, I'd rather, uh, I'm just, I'm just here to, I'm just here to have some good fights. I, mm-hmm. I don't have any sort of tic-tac-toe strategy, how to weasel my way up into the rankings. I don't really care about that. One last thing before I let you go, you know, there's many different types of competitors in mixed martial arts. You know, do you consider yourself at this moment in your career, a martial artist or more of a prize fighter? Well, man, I, I need the money, something fierce. So that makes me a prize fighter. Um, but I constantly am making myself better. I've been training martial arts for like almost my whole life. So I don't know. I just, maybe something in between. I don't, I don't know. Um, the way Forrest Griffin once said was, uh, if you watch the karate kid and when he, the coach, uh, when he yells at him to sweep the leg, when his legs already hurt, if you sweep the leg, you're uh, 
you're a fighter and if you don't sweep the leg because you want to want to beat him in a in a whatever where you consider a more fair match or want to have more honor than you're a martial artist and i can tell you 10 times out of 10 i'm going to sweep that leg so i guess that makes me a prize fighter yeah i agree with you i think you got to attack the weakness right yeah you bet yeah well man i'm excited for your uh ufc debut since i've been watching you october 18th usc on espn2 boston thank you tanner for the time and uh good luck on the fight and your future awesome thank you thanks for having me